looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by Northeastern by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You drive me wild. <laughs> what up, Crazy Train Radio? You look like hell. And I could look the same. What's the photo for? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Truth, 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 I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. I'm one crazy new Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically. Your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. Hey everybody, this is Zachariah Malachi, and you are listening to Crazy Train Radio. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. 
boy do we have a good one for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this next guest is sometimes traditional, but also sometimes brings a new sound to a familiar tune, as he tends to be a genuine honky-tonk artist, as many music lovers may have previously heard of. This next guest also, which makes it unique, grew up on the outside of of Detroit, though he is part of a family that is part of a group of East Tennesseans. He is obsessed with the lonesome moan of Hank Williams, and he has played rhythm guitar since an adolescent age, but also striving to be a hillbilly singer like many of his mentors. So let's welcome our next guest, Zachariah Malachi. Did I pronounce that right? You did. You did. All right. Beautiful. How are you doing today? I'm not too bad. How are you doing, Jonathan? Can't complain. Nobody listens anyway when it comes to the complaints. That's very true. You know, and I'll start there with the early beginnings. And from what I read, because we know everything is 100% accurate on the internet, growing up in the outskirts of Detroit, and I am a music aficionado i like to think but when i think of detroit i think of motown and such but like i said you got family from east tennessee and such so what led you to the sounds of hank williams and others of that style of music i think i think you nailed it when you said yeah family from east tennessee that's pretty much what did it but to be honest with you you know uh there was a lot of Southern people that lived in Detroit and that moved to Detroit in the forties and fifties for the auto industry. So Detroit at the time, uh, long, long ago had, had a long or had a pretty big country following. And, uh, I think a lot of times it doesn't get talked about very much because of Motown records and, uh, well, you know, and rock and roll. Makes perfect sense. So, and when I say that, I'm assuming here, and we all know that sometimes assuming can make an ass out of you. But when we say Hank Williams, are we talking Hank Senior? Oh yeah, yeah the only I, I I always say the only one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I know a lot of fans, including myself, are fans of Hank Junior. So oh, both Cephas, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so want to make sure we have the right gentleman. Obviously, I yeah. know both are actually all three because the grandson is the a musician <laughs> yeah but let's start off with the new release you got a couple tunes that i was checking out but the new tune came out over memorial day weekend the drinking song yeah very so, orig- very original name on that <laughs> hold on hold on and people are gonna go laugh at me go no shit but we got country music drinking and memorial day weekend so what can you tell us about the song uh i wrote it about 10 years ago uh heavily influenced by george jones so Hmm. definitely can see that so why don't i go ahead and insert that here yeah (laughs) 
drinking song influenced as he said by mr george jones who is another he's he's definitely a unique brand of a unique generation so so what has been the response been obviously of the song for the past few days that it's been out uh i've had a lot of uh a lot of a lot of different types of praise uh, a lot of people saying you know oh it's you know wild that you've you know written that song 10 years ago you know, and I said, well, yeah. And they're like, well, how old were you 10 years ago? And I said, yeah, I said I was about 23. So he was in that drinking age of the young party atmosphere, I'm sure. So, oh, yeah. Definitely can see. And I'm sure thoughts have changed over the 10 years since you said, all right, I'm going to put this out. But I'm curious to know as well. I want to mention all his stuff. Zachariah's stuff is at all your usual suspects, Apple Music, Spotify, all the places that you can see, YouTube. So make sure you go ahead and check it out. We will have links for all that. But I also want to mention, because it's timely, and it's going to be about 10 days from now, you are going to be playing at the Glen Campbell Museum as part of a showcase for the CMA Fest in so yep. are you excited for this upcoming appearance? Yeah, yeah, I am. It's going to be a really good time, especially during CMA Fest, a lot of people downtown. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to showcase some, uh, some original music down there during, uh, during the big festivity. Now, with that being said, and some folks may not get it, but what 
exactly is a showcase for a musician? Um, I would say a showcase for a musician would be just the opportunity to to uh, to perform uh, what exactly you do best. You know, as musicians, especially Broadway musicians, a lot of times, at least this is my personal meaning of it, a lot of times we have to play everything and anything that people want to hear. And I think a showcase is specifically doing what you do best. Yeah, because it's funny. And I think of the old Garth Brooks story. And he tells a story when he was trying to get a record deal. And he went in to meet with the record labels. Thank you very much. Not really interested. Then they saw him at the showcase at the Bluebird and go, whoa, when they got to actually, like you said, see what you do in terms of live performance. So it was right. like, right. You know, you know what, kid, we think we'll give you a shot. And we know how that worked out. Uh, yeah. And the, the one part of the story too, is he was, uh, he was actually, it was the day he was supposed to leave and move out of town. That part I didn't know. Because yeah, he, he was supposed to, he was on his way out of town. It was the last writer's round he was scheduled to do. Yeah. Because I know the story, obviously of, the first time in Nashville, it was he was in there for 24 hours and then went back home. Yeah. Then this showcase happened down the line when he came back to Nashville. So anyway, it's not about Garth much as I love Garth, you know, not his story here. So I was doing a little poking around and listening to your stuff, some of your other music. And I really got a kick out of hearing the story. And if you could tell it here, it'd be great. But Local bar, Opry Star. Good little song you got there. I'm going to insert that after you maybe tell the story here, because I want to have at least two different songs on here during this conversation. But it was produced by one Jimmy Caps. Yep. So what was yep. it like working with Jimmy? And I'm sure many long-time oh. music fans would be familiar with Mr. Caps. Oh, the sheriff. Yeah, Jimmy. He... uh man, I don't know what to say about Jimmy that a lot of people haven't heard from many other people. And if you have heard any stories about Jimmy Caps, uh, they pretty much every story that's out there about him is pretty much resonating. The next one is he was as genuine as can be and a gentleman and uh, just an overall uh, wonderful guy. He, he truly was the man in back. And anytime he was put on a session, whether it be, you know, uh, producing or playing or even, you know, at the Opry or on Larry's Country Diner or uh, anywhere that he was on. He truly was the man in back. He totally would let the star or the artist shine and he would do whatever he could to complement the music and the song. And that's just how Jimmy was. And uh, working with him was just it was a cool experience. I got to talk to him about a lot of really awesome things. Uh, started, of course, off very business and then it became rather personal where he gave me a lot of sound advice about what it's like to move to Nashville, what I should be doing living in Nashville and working here. And um, it, I just got to really take in, you know, the, the, the world of Jimmy Caps. I got to really understand what the man was about. Absolutely. And the stories of him are legendary. But when I say that, they're all in a good way. So why don't I go ahead and insert that here as well? Local Bar Opry Star. Mm -hmm. 
here long Or if you just sat down And I wonder if they filled you in I'm the talk of this town You may not know the truth about me If you've come from afar But I'm this local bar Grand old Opry star Sadness for the love that got away And I sing a song of romance On a couple special days Most are too intoxicated To say that I ain't up to par Yes, I'm this local bar Randall Opry star And a good song will help when you are feeling low I'm the server of the grandest country music caviar Yes, I'm this local bar Randall Opry star I'm here in the low places With the rest of all your friends And I'll croon Another drinking song like pop a top again. This smoky room's a fortress, a hillbilly Alcazar. Cause I'm this local fox, Randall Opry star. Yes, I'm this local fox, Grand Old Opry star. Well, obviously you just heard that lovely tune that was produced by the legendary Jimmy Caps and Zachariah. Obviously, I mentioned about the upcoming showcase and we got the new music and everything else going on. But obviously coming out of COVID for the most part, what is on the horizon for you? Uh, right now I'm um, going through some uh getting some band members together and I uh, want to play some more shows and get out there. And I, uh, once I drop this entire record, I'm going to rush back into the studio and get ready to put another one out. That's pretty much uh, where I'm at right now. Uh, I'm excited about what the, what the new day brings. And trust me, every day is, is a fresh new slate in music city. And I would say this to any other musician that's out there listening or, uh, you know, in, in Nashville or not, the one thing I could say is that there is absolute no lateral movement in Nashville, Tennessee. One day you are not going to you're not it's not like any other business where you see yourself, you know, one day as being, you know, an apprentice. The next day you're doing OK. And the third day, you know, you're doing OK. And then it takes two or three years and you become a, a director, you know, with with music. It's one day you're you're working hard working hard you meet the right people and then the next day you could be the biggest star that there ever was and it happens 
overnight and they will accuse you of being an overnight sensation when in reality you've you've worked years at your craft and no one was paying attention exactly and do you feel with that being said there in that previous answer do you feel pressure to put new music out right away because i know you are a younger artist but the business structure and I know Jimmy and others have probably told you how much it's changed over the years where you had record deals and you had a certain structure. But now, as I mentioned, we have Spotify and Apple Tunes and the whole thing has completely turned on its axis. Some good, some bad. So how is it for you? And do you feel pressure with that? Oh, yeah. You always feel pressure for sure, uh, because there's people moving million miles around you. But. Uh, the one thing I try to emphasize to everyone is that there's no such thing also as competition. You could like many, many artists um, and everybody adds their own specific flavor. Everybody adds their own style to the mix. And uh, I think it's totally OK to like everybody that you want to like without picking one over the other. Um, that's another part of the business that a lot of people, they, they want to talk about competition. I don't necessarily believe that competition is really a thing when you're bringing originality to the mix. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel pressured to consistently try to stay on top of things. And honestly, as any independent artist uh, that's writing, recording and doing everything on their own, um, you, you get burned out of, uh, of, of doing all of the directing and all the business outside of it when you just want to be a creative you know it it does get to be a lot absolutely so i want to ask before i let you go sir and make sure you guys check out zacharias stuff we will put links to everything his facebook social media but where you can get links to get the music because we said this before supporting independent artists is such a key thing but with your style and everything that goes with it. Because like you said, you got your hands on several different things. What would you say is your biggest strength? Would it be the songwriting, the singing? What do you think your top skill set would be? Mm, that's a rough one. That's a rough one because I believe that when I'm on top of it, when it comes to writing, I'm, I'm really doing good. Uh, when I'm performing, I think I think I've spent a lot of time on Broadway performing to where I think I've honed in what my specific style is in my craft and that I think that uh, I think I'm a pretty decent singer at this point, too, since I was able to make a decent living at it for quite a long time. Um, I think I've got the gift of gab sometimes, too, to talk to the right people. It's really weird. Like, uh, I, I'd say that those are probably some of the four of my biggest strengths. It's hard to pick one over the other because they have to work unilaterally to get you the goals that you are trying to achieve. So I think like you need to be able, and I think so many artists fail at that is they are really good at their craft and they, they hone their craft as being great guitar players or great singers or, you know, great writers. And then they, they miss the fact that they have to be the ones talking to other people and they have to be the ones networking with the right people. And um, the one thing I would say is the best piece of advice that I would give anybody that's interested in being a musician full time is to do not, do not be afraid to ask questions. Do not be afraid to, if you have somebody particularly that you look up to or that you think could have good advice for you, 
uh, reach out. Uh, the other day I got a phone call at uh, nine in the morning from Marty Stewart. He called me up on the phone nice. and uh, was giving me advice on how, how I could market the record. I mean, that's just as easy. You literally, all you have to do is ask. You just ask, ask for opinions, ask for questions, ask for help. That's, that's the best thing I could say. That's awesome. I love Marty Stewart. Never met the man, but I really enjoy his music. So, yeah, he's a he's a great guy. I I've heard good things, and it's like you said, the mind is always turning. When as far as whether it's the creative thing or the interacting with people, it's just I totally get you know how that goes. So and how things have yeah. changed. Yeah, you have to stay on top of it all the time now. Exactly. So. Zachariah, make sure you check out his stuff. Like I said, we're going to have links to everything. You heard some of the music here, the drinking song, which came out over Labor Day weekend on the 27th, and that lovely local bar, Opry Star. So make sure you check out everything. Sir, thank you so much. Oh, Jonathan, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure, man. is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day and special seasonal gift sets. But also, let's not forget large orders for party favors by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out, please feel free to visit littlebeansopery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansopery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends you. Hey you guys, this is Ali Pauline and you are listening to Crazy Train Radio. <laughs>